everyone and welcome to Khulke, a podcast for all generations. Khulke means openly or to be open. And here at Khulke, we like you to listen Khulke, speak Khulke and think Khulke. My name is Nimrit. I'm Simran. It's Harpo. And this is episode eight. And today we're going to be talking about letting in joy. This episode was inspired by us wanting to do, to talk about something that was uplifting. And so we settled on, you know, what brings us joy? And one of the things we realized that is, and I'll speak for myself personally, I spend a lot of time either thinking about the past, regretting it, or being stressed by it, or worrying about the future. And that doesn't allow me to be in the present moment, which is where life is. And that doesn't allow joy into my life because I'm regretting or worrying. I want to start by having the three of us just check in. So where are you today? What would you want to share? So I'm feeling very exhausted today, like extremely exhausted. It's the end of the semester. I'm moving back to Vancouver in a week and a half for the summer. So I'm feeling very overwhelmed and exhausted. And I would say like mental health is probably like, honestly, like a two or three out of 10. And so when you suggested to do a podcast on joy, I sighed very, very heavily and like rolled my eyes because I thought, you know what? I don't feel very joyous right now. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason that I wanted to push through and do this podcast is because actually there are so many things happening right now where I should be feeling happy, where like they are making me happy, you know, at my core, I'm happy. Maybe on the surface, I'm allowing negativity to kind of spew and get consumed by it. But I think that's like so important. What you said about letting in joy is that I'm not allowing my negative mindset and all the negative things that are happening around me to let that joy in. And that joy is like there. It, it It's very much there, but I'm just not allowing it. So, I mean, in terms of my check-in, I'm just tired, but also I'm like kind of like waiting for me to get to the next step where I can eventually stop being tired. And that's not promised. It's not like I'm going to wake up next week and all of a sudden not be tired. I could still be tired and moody and annoyed then, you know? And you know what you're saying about waiting for the next thing? I feel like we do that a lot. I'm just going to wait until the vacation yeah. or I'm going to mm-hmm. wait until this project is over. Mm-hmm. And, and in all that waiting, life is going by. And again, we're not actually enjoying the present moment. How about you, Simran? Where are you? I think I do like literally the same thing. Yep, word for word. Like worrying about the pa- about the future, regretting things in the past, or I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm a planner at the core of my being. I'm a planner. And so I feel like I'm constantly trying to think about potential situations for things that haven't happened or are not going to happen or might happen but could happen in a different way like I with every little thing that I do I'm trying to think of I I think of like 45 scenarios and then I become very indecisive and I become consumed by not being able to do things because I'm very indecisive and so that's all I'm thinking about like I'm not thinking about anything nice that's happening or anything or the reasons why these things are even on my checklist in the first place so you are always yeah. planning for disaster or what could go wrong. Yeah. And or, so actually, so, yeah. so just check in what, you know, check in where you are now. Cause that'll, I think, give you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't feel physically tired, but I feel a little bit emotionally tired. 
and why just that? I don't know because I'm doing a lot of planning in my head so it's like making me tired it might be because you just had a big milestone oh yeah there's like a lot of reasons <laughs> like you know I'm quit my job so like last day of work was on Friday and yesterday was my first day of like nothing and I know I have this huge checklist of things to do so I thought that would be okay but like on the weekend I was just like not feeling it or like not wanting to do anything because I was getting into the overthinking part and then I was getting into the negative overthinking part. And sometimes my overthinking and my planning and my to-do list kind of keeps me busy and is like a good thing for me, but then like so quickly it can fall into like like mental health level going real down and I think that was happening on the weekend. So, yeah. I like I like what you said about how you're getting fixated on the checklist and not paying attention to why those things are on the checklist in the first place. Because I think like at its core, the things that are happening are, or like the reason behind that checklist are so fantastic. They're so cool. Like even me, I feel like the things that I have to do right now are so like cool. They're, they're things that I've been wanting to do for like my entire life. But the fact that I'm, like, getting caught up in all these tedious, mundane things is taking away from all that. Yeah. yeah. Taking away from the joy of it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, And people ask me, they'll be like, oh, like, aren't you excited? You're, like, moving to Australia? And I'm like, yeah. And my first instinct is to be like, yeah, but I'm also nervous. And I'm also scared. And I'm also all these other things that are not happy. <laughs> and then they kind of look at me and I'm like, wow, you probably think I'm such an idiot for being, like, <laughs> I'm, moving like, I'm, to, I'm, I'm going go. to Australia. But, like, I... I'm saying all these horrible things about how I feel. It's not, like, nice. Because I don't... And I think I'm also partially afraid of, like, accepting the joy and accepting the happiness out of it because I'm trying to protect myself from the things I can't control and the things that I can't plan for. Okay, so I'm hearing from you, Simran, that actually we might not even be allowing ourselves to accept joy. That might be one of the things that happens. And so just quickly to check in, I had a very busy weekend. I worked all weekend. Mm -hmm. It was exhilarating and exhausting at the same time. I give myself Monday off because I've learned to do that. And so today I actually feel okay because I've had that one day completely off. I was in the sunshine. I played with the baby and I feel like mentally I'm back. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more available to joy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to move into the next part, uh, which is... To talk about the reasons why, why does joy elude us so much? We've said a little bit in the check-in, but what else gets in the way of joy for you? So fear of the, the potential bad things that could happen from that thing that's a good thing. So you're really, yeah, just looking for the negatives all the time. <laughs> like That's the thing that gets in the way of joy. You're, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop, which I feel like a lot of people that I talk to Me. Like, talk about. Yeah, you and everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, in a way, our brain is actually trained to look for those things. Yeah, because it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, a safety thing. Yeah. And so, this is, like, an emotional mm-hmm. safety thing. <laughs> What's wow. the number one... thing just clicked for me right Yeah. <laughs> What's the number one um, rule for your brain? What's it there for? To keep you alive. Right. I so, know the answer to that. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at you like, what? I know. I love the way you look at me. So so what we're wanting to do is survive. And so the brain's always looking around. Where's the threat? Where's the thing that can go wrong? Hmm. Because you want to survive. But what that does, the survival instinct has us not live in the, in the present. 
And so I want to come back to the fact that actually joy can, and I don't want to say only because that's so sweeping, Mm -hmm. but I think joy, maybe I, I will say joy can only be found in the present moment, in this moment now. Mm-hmm. because i'm being you feel here. it now i can feel, feel it, now. it now yeah yeah so how do you turn off that they're not turn off but how do you like maneuver around that survival feature of your brain because like joy isn't part of a survival feature right mm-hmm. it's not really it's not no it's not and so one of the things is to stay in the present moment yeah. so all the teachings around mindfulness meditation are based around staying in the present moment. Mm. Like the most mm. famous book I think I've read on the subject is called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And it came out like quite a few years ago. And so Simon, you are a person who plans for the future. I'm a person who who like dreams the future. I'm very future oriented. And so when I first got that book, I didn't read it for five years. I was so future oriented. It didn't make sense to me. Mm. So one of the things with staying in the present moment is finding the moments to slow down and just take a breath Mm -hmm. and have nothing else occupy you in that moment but just taking a breath but i think that's hard to do especially like um i think for me like i'm constantly looking into the past to see how i can better my future or how my future is going to be defined by my past. And I, some of it is like a protective instinct for sure. But a lot of it is also like looking back to see like, okay, so what are some things that I wanted in my past that I I want to have in my future or like that I didn't have in my past? And I think like, honestly, it's actually so sad that we just don't focus in the present. And like, it's so cliche, right? Like, oh, like be in the present, like be mindful and thankful for what you have right now. But it's so difficult to do that because I think like, Perhaps we're just not content with what we have in the moment. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know, actually. It's not that I'm not content with what's in, my, in the moment, but I feel like constantly in my brain, in my mind, I'm always looking to the next, like, the next week or the next month. Like, right now, my mind is fixated on this entire summer mm-hmm. that literally my todays are just going by. Like, yeah. today I was, like, looking at the clock and I was like, how is it already 7 p.m.? Yeah. Where did the day go? And there were so many things, that, like, like so many good positive things that happened throughout the day today and it was like very small mundane things like I feel like I'm somebody who does find happiness in very small things in terms of like I I had McDonald's today after like months like I don't allow myself to eat McDonald's but today I was like you know what I want to do it I know it's going to make me happy and like I'm not saying that that's something that you should do all the time because McDonald's is not healthy for you but you know today that was what's good that was what was going to make me happy today right Mm -hmm. and that's why I did it but I think um I'm I'm I'd be lying if I said when I get into my bed this tonight like that I'm going to think and make a list of like all the good things that happened that brought me happiness and I don't know why we're programmed to do that why are we so programmed to focus on all the negative things and all like the horrible things or the things that are like causing anxiety like why do we focus on those so much and like how I envy those people that have like kind of like made it you know what I mean that have like shifted their mindset and like their spiritual energies or whatever to just focus on the positivity like do they live in clouds or are they just actually content and happy they actually are content and I wouldn't say so the present moment isn't always one of contentment and joy the Mm. present moment just is the present moment and so the present moment could be frustration or whatever else yeah but what Mm. those people have learned to do is to slow down to savor the moment Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the things is 
it's really good in each moment just to get mindful. It's kind of like taking a breath, say, okay, where was my brain just then? Mm-hmm. So if I was washing dishes, usually my brain's going over the day, over things. I'm, I'm so far away. I'm not washing dishes. And so part of the practice is wash each dish and stay present with the feel of the water and the soap and what's going on in front of you. Mm-hmm. Take a breath, look out the window, hear the sound of the bird. Yeah. Because if you don't do that, you won't hear the bird or you won't hear what's going on in your Mm -hmm. surroundings and then when the time comes and you want to learn from the past spend that time learning from the past but then put to put it down or when Mm -hmm. you want to plan your future make your list and then get over it and then get over it (laughs) because the list is made god right okay oh my god i just honestly just made some connection in my head and i've never thought about this before but you know have you ever like seen how like when you go to a concert and people are so invested in making a video of the concert and like living through the the camera and mm. like not just being in the moment. I think it's because like, so why do we make that video? We make it so that like, oh, eventually one day, like I can watch that video. No, and, you, like, but you never watch the video. You make it so you yeah, can post it on social media so watch. other people can see that you've been at this concert. <laughs> yeah, but you don't watch that video ever, like, ever. But in that moment, you're thinking... Perhaps you're planning for a future happiness. Perhaps you're thinking, oh, I'll watch this video in the future and remember how happy I was in this moment. But like, were you really in this moment anyway? Like, no, you weren't. Like all the videos that I've made of concerts, I have not watched and I have deleted. And I've thought, why did I do that? I don't remember anything except for like what I was capturing in the camera. And I think that perhaps we do that. Like perhaps we're so fixated on the future because we're so... um, we're so consumed by maximizing our potential happiness in a future that might not even come, that we're not even thinking about, hey, am I happy right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I love the connection you just made. Um, one of the ways to actually have more positivity in your life or to remember joy is to actually remember the things that bring you joy. But you don't yeah. need a video for that. You yeah. can just visualize, oh, what was, what was a really happy moment in the last week or the last month? Mm-hmm. And you bring that into your mind and you you will relive it because your mind actually is so amazing. When you're reliving that in your mind, it's like it doesn't know the difference between it's a remembrance or it's happening in real life. Your body physio- physiology will change and so you will experience that same joy. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a good thing to bring that into your mind, but you don't have to do it via video. So what I wanted to do, because we've been talking about how elusive this is, I want to do a mini visualization with you guys. I'll lead you through it and then we'll just talk about how that felt. Okay. So for those of you listening to us, if you are listening and driving or doing something that requires walking around on streets with heavy or operating heavy machinery, please do not close your eyes, as I say. <laughs> Make sure you're mm-hmm. in a safe spot before you do this. So I want both of you to go ahead and take a deep breath in and exhale and just find yourselves sitting comfortably in your chairs. And continue breathing deeply. Breathe in. And as you exhale, just any bits of tension you might feel or tiredness, just breathe them out on your exhale. And if you find that there are thoughts coming into your mind, just exhale and let them go out on the breath. And as you inhale, just inhale that air that you have readily available. And what I want you to do right now is just pay attention to your heart area. You might even want to put your hand on your chest 
And as you breathe in, just focus in your heart area. And bring into your mind what are the things that you are so grateful for? On the inhale, remember those things. And as you exhale, just let out the tension. And as you continue doing this, allow yourself to start building a list of this. It's a gratitude practice. It might be the smallest of things. Might be that gelato you had yesterday or the McDonald's. <laughs> Or the fact that here in Vancouver, it's beautiful and sunny today. Or that you did that exercise or you talked to your mom or you achieved that goal, whatever it is. And if you're going through a particularly tough time, just as you inhale, you can make find yourself being thankful for just the fact that look at this body, you've got a body that knows how to breathe. And so on your next inhale, just remember all the things you're grateful for. And as you exhale, just open your eyes and come back to the present moment. And as you come back, just... What's the energy that's available to you right now in your heart or in your mind? I feel like I just want to cry <laughs> because I just feel like there was so much tension in my body for no reason at all. I mean, no, there was a reason, but that tension in comparison to all the things that I was grateful for was so minuscule. Mm. So, so crying, so tears are just emotion and emotion is just information. So mm -hmm. it's telling you something. So if you would just allow yourself to just feel the emotion of sadness, whatever brought the tears, it might not be sadness, it might be something else. And if you just allow that, it's kind of, what what I got was just that your body felt so relieved that you were letting go of tension and just breathing for, that was only three minutes. Right. And I think I was feeling it manifest itself in parts of my body that I wasn't paying attention to all day. Like I did not notice that my shoulder was hurting that much all day, mm. you know? Yeah. How about you, Simran? I feel really calm. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like I was, I didn't notice how frazzled, I mean, I did, but I didn't notice how frazzly I was. Yeah. Or noticed, but didn't know how to make it stop. Yeah. And so what that breathing does and that slowing down, it only was two or three minutes, it actually kicks in something called a relaxation response. And it actually changes the, changes the chemistry in your body. So, so you are stopping the flow of adrenaline and cortisol, which are the stress hormones. Mm. And you're allowing yourself, your body is finally taking that breath and getting to do the things it needs to do, like repair itself and rest and digest and all those other things. Yeah. 
Because in the stress response, your body is ready to fight or flight or freeze. It's, it doesn't know mm-hmm. what is going on. I think I run in stress response all the time. Wow. Okay. But you know, I, there's something to be said about like, what is it, like highly functioning people when they are stressed and depressed or anxious? Yeah, um, Sam is raising her hand right now. I raise my hand too. I'm a very highly functioning person. So sometimes even I don't know. I don't realize that that's how I feel. And like highly functioning just means like you're Being productive, waking like up, things. you're going to work, you're still doing all the things you would do. You're getting shit yeah. done. You're getting shit done. Yeah. yeah. You're getting shit done. Not to say that people who aren't highly functioning when they feel this way are any less, but that it's just that much harder sometimes to realize what's going on because yeah. you are highly functioning. Yeah. And then what you're doing is you're getting the things done. But are you slowing down to even enjoy your life? The fact that, look at you, no. 24, you're going to Melbourne. You're going to have a whole year. Yeah. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Like, I think I've just realized that, like, last week when I was at work and, I, you know, people were saying, oh, you're excited and you must be so whatever. And I, like, didn't know what to say back. And then I was just waiting for the week to be over so that I could have the two weeks that I have off to like do all the things I need to do but then on the and and at the time so that week that I was still at while I was still at work I was putting off my stress until next week (laughs) so I was still sleeping fine I was still being whatever and then as soon as Friday happened and it was Saturday morning like like Saturday was really weird and I felt very disoriented and I told myself to like kind of give myself the weekend like if I got a couple stuff done that was okay but like mostly just have the weekend to just like rest but I couldn't sleep at night and I never had that problem anymore like I used to have this problem all the time but I wasn't having it recently and then suddenly I couldn't sleep at night and I was sleeping in late and like my schedule just got really thrown off and I was like what's happening why is this happening and it's it's like the stress that I had put off was like all like eating me up all of a sudden so actually what happens is you're under so much stress so you keep functioning and then when that event is finished your body actually says Oh, I can relax now. And then what you actually have put on. And then bam. And that's when your immune system is compromised. That's why so many people go on vacation and they get sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've been fine. And then when they relax, because they've relaxed and their body's ready to, to, you know, repair and do all those things. Yeah. I wasn't um, even letting myself relax. Yeah. It's like you, Harpo. You weren't even letting yourself like, you know, roll your shoulders back and just allow yourself a little bit of breath in your day. And mm-hmm. so just breathing deeply for three minutes um, gets you back to that feeling of calm. Mm. What were some of the things that you found that you were grateful for? Just just start naming them. Let's see if you can get to, okay, um, 20 things each. Well, I started 20 like... 20 things? 20 things, people. This is Whoa. a challenge. You do it. You can solve it. I'm not going to name all of them, but for the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think I went to like basic things like I started be I was like I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for um you know the roof over my head and like that I live where I live that I am fortunate enough to be able to go and do this thing that's so cool and like move to the other side of the world and that I've worked hard for that but that I was even able to work hard for that mm-hmm. um yeah, I just like listed off a bunch of people that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And relationships and experiences with those people now and in the past. Um, yeah, you're sounding so down as you say that, girl. <laughs> no, I'm just like, this is my calm. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like zen out a little bit. Like, I was oh. a little like hyper before. <laughs> 
Yeah. So you you're remembering love the love in your life, right? Yeah. All those people that that love you and you love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Harpo? Um, I was honestly thinking how I'm grateful for my friend Sandy um, because I've spent a lot of time with her this week, and even if I didn't know explicitly that I needed that that companionship, it just it happened. So I feel grateful for that. But like, also I was feeling very grateful for my body, mm-hmm. and like. The fact that like I put it through so much and it's still like standing up here, you know what yeah, I mean? It's oh like God. still holding me up and I haven't like exasperated and like fallen all over the place. Like the fact that I think about it sometimes of like how far I push myself and how touch wood like I haven't ended up in a hospital or something, you know, mm-hmm. like out of like sleep deprivation or exhaustion or like dehydration or something. So mm-hmm. I was feeling grateful for my body, but like feeling grateful for like myself. I think I was really feeling just like calming myself down and like, challenging perhaps that imposter syndrome or that you know that that negativity that I feed myself I was feeling grateful for my body and my work ethic and my you know my uh my ability to give and receive um I mean also like my my family came in my dog came in I feel grateful for my dog just because you know the cuddles obviously but (laughs) yeah what about you Wendy what were you thinking about oh you know I was just grateful that I'm doing this work with you too I was grateful for my two kids, for their health. I usually spend a lot of time being so grateful for health. Because when you don't have it, that's when you know. Um, I was grateful for just the fact it's such a beautiful day. It's going to be such a beautiful week. And Simran and I are going to go on a mini holiday before she goes to Melbourne. Just some mother-daughter bonding time. I am so grateful for that. It's going to be in the place that I love the most in the world. But I've probably visited the but least. I have but I have visited only once in my life, so there you go. Wow. What's the like that's something to get curious about. Poetic. I, I visited in my dreams all the time. I'm always living there. Um yeah. So much to be grateful. I, I'm just feeling such a change shift in myself too. Like you were calling it calm. What would I call it? This energy that I'm feeling right now. Content. That's what I would name it. How about you, Harper? What are you feeling in this moment? I think I'm only thinking about the pain in my body right now, to be honest. Yeah. Of how I'm, I'm serious. I'm thinking a lot about my shoulders and my back right now and how, mm-hmm. but in, and I'm feeling that way because this exercise kind of reset, like in my mind, I feel a lot better than I did when we started this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm realizing that like, whoa, I'm tired, you know? Yeah. And so as you slow down and you take these breaths, and the relaxation response kicks in, it's time for you to ask, so what do I need? Yeah, yeah that's a big one. What do I need? What do you need, Simran? Because the, the week's going to go on. You're always going to be a planner, really. <laughs> you know, your <laughs> critic's going to be nattering away at you. I'm a little bit much, though. Like, I, I don't have one list. I have, like, five. <laughs> and I have the same things on all the lists. And I don't know why I do that to myself. <laughs> How about for today, you just make them into one list? No, I'm just going to not look at them for the rest of the day, I think. How about, yes, how about on your to-do list for today, it says, don't look at list. Honestly, like, it's 5, 5.17 p.m., and I probably, after we finished recording this, would have gone and, like, sat there and scrolled through all the shit that I have to do, and just been like, oh, I can't do it, and, like, gotten upset about it, but... I but instead, you're going to do what? I'm going to not look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live in the present this evening. Mm-hmm and chill 
Okay. For real chill. Not just like pretend chill where you're like sitting there and like pretending to chill, but you're just thinking about stuff. Like I'm not going to think about stuff. How about you, Harpo? What do you what need? Am I, yeah. What am I what? What, what, do you, what do you need today? I need to sleep early today. Mm-hmm. And I need a hot bath today. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. And I also need to not look at my list. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually got it open right in front of me because I was taking notes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the thing is, this note is... The, sorry, this list is like the, a list for the next two weeks. So I don't need to yeah. figure out this list tonight. You know, I don't need yeah. to like sit there. So yeah, I need, um, I need, what did I say I need? Uh, a I bath. Need perhaps, <laughs> perhaps an Advil is what I was thinking. Perhaps I need an Advil. Yeah, great. Okay. So what do I need? I'm going to go and step out into the sun and spend some time in the sun and, um, And just look around my garden and breathe the fresh air and listen to the birds. And the trees, the cherry blossoms are coming into bloom. So I'm going to spend some time just looking at them today. Because I drive by them. Oh, they're so pretty. And then I'm focusing on the road. So I'm going to look at them. Okay. FOMO. FOMO with the cherry blossoms. There's no cherry blossoms in Montreal, man. You'll be here soon. No worries. You'll be here soon. Okay. And the second round will be out by then. Yeah. Cherry blossoms bloom in three stages. I know. Isn't that great? I have a whole theory. (laughs) Well, it's true. Different trees. So this is what I find. Some of the trees, the mature trees, haven't bloomed yet because they know that was like a little bit of sun. One day of sun, yeah. And the little ones just start blooming and then it rains and all the blossoms drop. (laughs) Like, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, maybe that's like a metaphor. I know, for (laughs) something. I don't know what. Okay. So let's wrap this up by once again reminding ourselves It is as simple as taking three minutes to stop and just breathe deeply to let in the joy. Mm -hmm. And joy is in the present moment. And, you know, we're working so hard. We deserve to have that joy. And letting ourselves just be and breathe will allow more of that love and joy into our lives. 